Live from San Diego, California, we go live to the newsroom with your host for Nick's Nerd. Well, 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 hello, friends. It's I, Nick, your host of Nick's Nerd News. Welcome to the program. Today is April 13th. I don't know why I'm putting so much emphasis on every word. I'm not even angry. I don't even know what's going on. No, hey, welcome to the show. Welcome back. Uh, Like I said, it is April 13th. Uh, It is a good day to record. A lot of moving parts going on in the nerd world. We're getting closer and closer to the release of Kenobi. Um... And the summer, and game delays, <laughs> right, right, but no, no, I'm, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, welcome to the show, as always, you know, like, share, subscribe, dislike, post a comment, I, whatever you do, whatever you feel is necessary or comfortable, that that's what I want you to do, right, because that's how I roll, um, shout out to the 101 League, we should... Uh, be having our tournament this upcoming weekend. Um, even if we don't, we're still at panels. We're still at panels every Saturday from noon to four, running that Super Smash Bros. Melee. Uh, the 101 Esports League, of course, is is uh, our good friends and partners over there. Uh, I hopefully will get on on the mic over there as well, and we will hopefully be on Twitch this upcoming weekend. Um, big shout out to them. Always, always. Uh, Always a fun time over there. And without further ado, let's get into Nixner news this week. Let's get right into the thick of it, right into the video game news, shall we? Uh, both Lego and Sony have invested a billion dollars. Yes, a billion dollars. Yes, billion with a B. They've both independently invested a billion dollars in regards to the metaverse. Lego is doing it for a, a kid-friendly, family-friendly metaverse, uh, and Sony's doing it for Epic's metaverse in general that they're working on. I, I, so many metaverses. How many metaverses can you have? I feel like there's a limit on metaverses. Am I am I assuming that? Am I guessing that? Is that true? I I, I don't know. I just I feel like I feel like there's a limit to metaverses. Probably isn't. It's the metaverse. We're really going to be ending up like Ready Player One, aren't we? Um, Activision Blizzard. Got a lot to talk about about with them today. Uh, They have announced that they are turning all uh, temporary QA employees or quality assurance employees. uh, They will be upgrading them all to full-time employees. And... Uh, This was via Bloomberg. Uh, This was mostly with Raven employees who formed a union. Um, They cannot get pay bumps, though, because of the National Labor Relations Act, so something else is going on with them. Um, Again, that's not a a great thing that that's happening, but um, that's... uh, Oh, it has to do with union stuff. Anyway... Uh, they're converting at least 1,100 U.S.-based 
temporary and contingent workers or contract workers to full-time positions. Um, that will increase their full-time position staff by 25%. Uh, and then they also recently converted 500 contractors to full-time as well. Um, I guess there was a walkout at Raven Studio. Their hourly pay is being increased to $20 an hour. That's, that's a big bump. Um, and that will ultimately benefit. Obviously, they're doing it. They're trying to do shit to cover their asses uh, as the, the state uh, lawsuit continues since the federal one was settled. Um, and, and, and sticking with, with Activision Blizzard, we'll talk about the bigger story later. Uh, Vicarious Visions... Uh, makers of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 Plus 2, Skylanders, um, of course, uh, they helped with the Guitar Hero games, uh, has officially folded into Blizzard Entertainment. Um, they used to be more with Activision, but now they'll be part of Blizzard. They worked on Diablo 2 Resurrected. Uh, they have about 200 employees. Um, they are based out of Albany. They will stay there, uh, but essentially they're, they're dead. Uh, they've been around for 20 plus years, um, and uh, they've merged with Blizzard Entertainment, and won't they will essentially only work on Blizzard games. God, they're consolidating that whole company over there. Um, I I just it it sucks. Um, so they're now going to be helping with Diablo Four, whatever that D Diablo Immortal mobile game, Overwatch Two. Um, and uh, they've been around just over 25 years. And, um, of course, they worked on Skylanders for a long time. I just, I don't understand why they can't let studios do their own shit over there. I really don't. It doesn't make sense. It's either they're all working on Call of Duty or all Blizzard games. Like, they're a massive company. Let people do other things. You make enough money from Call of Duty. Like, really? Ridiculous. Uh, Sonic 2 has won the weekend, the best opening weekend of any video game movie. Uh, won like $70 million. And uh, the director wants to make a Super Smash movie. That would have to be like a, a Multiverse of Madness or like a, a, a No Way Home type scenario where they like open portals to bring everyone in. Unless there's like a Nintendo-verse where they all li live. I, I don't know. What would be the plot of a Smash movie? Wait, aren't they all toys, technically, in Master Hand? That'd be too much like Toy Story. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Warzone just announced Season 3 for Caldera. Uh, the new season for the new map. And at the end, it is heavily hinted that Godzilla may be coming... To Warzone. What that means, I don't have a clue. But, or how that would work, again, I don't have a clue. But uh, 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 allegedly, this is what it sounds like. And I listened to the clip. It sounds like his roar, kind of, at the end. It, it's very short, maybe like a split second long. But it's, it's, it's noticeable. So we'll see what, if that comes to fruition, actually. Uh, Halo Infinite two, Season 2 drops in just a couple of weeks. Uh, new maps, new modes, new updates. Uh, looks like they're really trying to win people back. Um, 
everyone online is like, it's a dead game. It's a dead game. I'm like, maybe it's dead on Steam. I have no issue getting into matches when I play. So I don't know how dead it is. I get maybe it's not as popular as it was a couple months ago, but that's the nature of the video game industry. Is It could be dead. I, I could be wrong. I don't know. We don't have active player numbers for console, though. So who knows? I'm excited to see what happens with Season 2, though. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 4 was announced during the 20th anniversary stream this past weekend for Square Enix and on the franchise. Uh, they showed it off in Unreal 4, but said the final product will be in Unreal 5. It looks gorgeous. Granted, it's the most uh, realistic looking of the franchise. Um, Sora looks more human than he normally does. Uh, and, and, of course, there's memes everywhere. Um, every, a lot of people are confused at where the story's going, especially after where 3 ended. And apparently it, it takes place in the world uh, within the game that's from the Toy Story world. It's called Quadratum. You know, very heavily influenced by, by Final Fantasy. Uh, and, and case in point in how Sora looks in the trailer as well. Um, then it cuts to a scene with, with Goofy and, and Donald clearly being talked to by Hades. And if James Woods doesn't, isn't voicing Hades, I'm, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying the game. I don't care if he's canceled. Uncancel him just to play Hades. <laughs> um, and then people think, uh, there's a lot of shots of like, uh, photorealistic environments. Uh, one of them shows like a river in a forest. And people think they spotted an ATST foot. So maybe we're going to Endor in Kingdom Hearts 4 and we'll get some Star Wars. I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, they also announced two more uh, Kingdom Hearts mobile games that, that tie into the story. That game is so convoluted. So damn convoluted. It doesn't make sense. Um, Watch Dogs is getting its own manga and it will be set in the version of Tokyo that exists within the Watch Dogs universe. I wonder if they have a CTOS set up in Tokyo. I think they already have Big Brother there in reality. Would make sense. Uh, the Ghost of Tsushima film has found its writer in Takashi Dosher. I think that's how you say his name. Uh, he will be writing the film and it will be an adaptation of the game. So it'll be interesting to see how that turns out. Um, based on some Bandai Namco job listings, it looks like they're working on a new project with Nintendo. Uh, obviously, Bandai Namco worked with them on the Smash franchise and some other things. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see what this new game turns out to be. Uh, uh, Bethesda has announced that QuakeCon will be completely digital again this year. Uh, still no in-person event for QuakeCon, uh, probably until 23 at the earliest. Um, so if, you're expect if you were expecting to go to QuakeCon, it is now digital only. And then I want to talk about Hello Games, right? They're the makers of No Man's Sky. Well, Sean over there, the head of the studio, is famous for, for over-promising. Sean Murray... Uh, was was being interviewed by IGN, 
And he said, quote, similar to No Man's Sky, it's the kind of project that even if we had a thousand people working on it, it'd still seem impossible. Um, Sean, don't say things like this. You got yourself in trouble with No Man's Sky. Don't get yourself into trouble on your new game. We know you overpromise. We're not going to believe you. And you need to temper it down a bit there, bud. Like, chill out with your your bold visions and make sure that they can actually come to somewhat fruition. Not years later, but upon release. Jesus, bud. Uh, the next-gen version of The Witcher 3 has been indefinitely delayed as CD Projekt Red takes back control. I guess it was being worked on... Um, it was it was expected to release in quarter two, which is in the next month or so. Um, it was being done by Saber Interactive, but CD Projekt Red has decided to bring it completely in-house. Uh, they said, quote, We have decided to have our in-house development team conduct the remaining work on the next-gen version of The Witcher 3. We are currently evaluating the scope of work to be done and thus have to postpone quarter two release until further notice. We'll update you as soon as we can. Thank you for understanding, unquote. Uh, this was on their official Twitter for the Witcher game. Um, it was expected for PC, PS5, and Series X. Um, it was supposed to come out last year. Obviously, some other things happened. Um, so, who knows what's going on. But it will not be coming as expected. I own the game. Still haven't played it. I'll get there eventually. I will get there eventually, I swear. Um, D&D Beyond, which was is an official tie-in app for Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, digital, it's a digital tool set and library for 5th edition. Uh, has been purchased by Hasbro, or you know, Wizards of the Coast, the makers of Dungeons & Dragons. And uh, they said, quote, Dungeons & Dragons and D&D Beyond have always felt like part of the same family. That's why we're excited to welcome everyone at D&D Beyond to formally join us at Wizards of the Coast, bringing together two teams dedicated to continuing to make Dungeons & Dragons easy to run and accessible to all, unquote. Um, they also said, quote, you're probably wondering what kind of change might happen as a result of these two teams coming together. So let's make this clear. We have no plans to stop supporting D&D Beyond. The purchases you've made, the characters you've created, and the campaigns you've run aren't going anywhere, unquote. So it, it looks like, um, essentially it's, hey, we're just bringing everything home um, to work together. Makes sense. All good. Nothing wrong there. Um, and the final bit of gaming news I wanted to talk about, uh, of course, has to deal with Activision. And it's from a new report that came out today from Bloomberg, Jason Schreier, and uh, California's Department of Fair Employment and Housing, of course, has been suing and investigating Activision Blizzard for multiple allegations. Um, and they have now lost the two top lawyers in the lawsuit. Um the chief counsel was fired by Governor Gavin Newsom, and then the assistant chief counsel resigned in protest uh, because of it. Uh, per Bloomberg, uh, Melanie Proctor resigned on Tuesday, 
to protest Newsom's uh, firing of Jeanette Whipper, the head lawyer, um, after the pair had stepped down from the lawsuit on April 5th. Uh, Of course, the lawsuit was first filed July 20th of last year, alleging mostly with the frat frat boy culture, sexual harassment, uh, and, and discriminatory practices that were allegedly being done at Activision. Again, haven't been proven yet. More than likely true. Um, but uh, Proctor alleged in an email that said, quote, Gavin Newsom began to interfere with the lawsuit. Uh, his office, quote, repeatedly demanded advance notices of litigation strategy of next steps in the litigation. Um mimicked the interests of Activision's counsel and resigned to, quote, protect the agency's independence, unquote, um, before being terminated. That was about the boss. Um, her, uh, the lawyer who represents the chief counsel and uh, assistant chief counsel, Proctor, released the following statement in, in regards to a Whipper's termination by um, you know, by Gavin Newsom. It says, quote, As chief counsel of the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing for the last four years, Janet Whipper has prosecuted systematic, systematic violations of California's equal pay and anti-harassment protections. Under her leadership, DFEH has achieved an unprecedented outcomes including a government settlement on behalf of 2,000 women in DFEH versus Riot Games, Inc. for $100 million. On March 29, 2022, in the midst of her success in pursuing DFEH's sex discrimination and sexual harassment case against Activision Blizzard, Governor Newsom's office notified Mrs. Whipper that it was terminating her employment. Just four months earlier, Gavin Newsom had reappointed her, and DFEH's director Kevin Kish had publicly celebrated that reappointment. Her last day is today, April 13th, 2022. In protest of the circumstances, Mrs. Whipper's termination, DFEH Assistant Chief Counsel Melanie Proctor, who also served as counsel on DFEH's litigation against Activision Blizzard, resigned her position at DFEH Effective today. Ms. Whipper is evaluating all avenues of legal recourse, including a claim under the California Whistleblower Protection Act. Both Ms. Whipper and Ms. Proctor encouraged DFEH to continue its independent and fair enforcement of California's civil rights laws. For there to be justice, those with political influence must be forced to play by the same set of laws and rules, unquote. So, the main reason for it uh, was because they alleged that Gavin had been interfering uh, and seemed to be doing so in a way um, that was pro-Activision, which, look, I'm no fan of Gavin Newsom. Unfortunately, he's the lesser of two evils in in some of the options we've had recently in the state. Uh, And hearing this just makes me hate him more. He already looks like a used car salesman. He already looks like a sleazebag. And honestly, if if it turns out he's like friends of Bobby Kotick or pro-Bobby Kotick, I, I I wouldn't be surprised. I just I really wouldn't be surprised, and 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 it's unfortunate, really. It really is. But I I just 
I, I feel like some people said that maybe this is because the federal lawsuit like undercut them by only settling for 18 million when the riot games, like I said, the riot game suit was a hundred million and probably could have gotten more than that with it being Activision Blizzard. Um, it, 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 it's just, I, I don't understand why, why Gavin's office was constantly berating them for information and things like that. And it's unfortunate. And I, I hope something is done properly and this investigation is ca carried out properly and handled well and settled for a fair, fair amount. And, uh, fucking Gavin, dude. I don't get it, man. I just don't get it. Anyway, on to television, shall we? Uh, HBO Max is going to be getting a Aqualad show. Uh, it will tell the story of Calderam. It will show his um, same-sex couple or relationship, I should say. Um, it will focus on Calderam, Aqualad. Uh, it, it's actually, which is the, the Young Justice version of Aqualad. Um, and it will be produced by, by uh, Charlize Theron, of all people. Uh, it doesn't look like it's going to be tied into the Aquaman movies. At least we don't know that yet, officially. Um, of course, that, that Aqualad is the son of Black Manta. And uh, from what we can tell in the Aquaman movies, Black Manta doesn't have any children. At least none that would be uh, uh, a teenager or older. Um, so we'll, we'll see as uh, more information about the show comes out. Uh, no one's been cast or anything like that. But that will air on HBO Max and it will be more adult from what I gather. Uh, if you are watching the Better Call Saul final season, um, it's been pretty much announced that both Walter White and Jesse Pinkman will premiere, will premiere, will cameo in the season in some way, shape, or form. Um, Vince Gilligan, of course, saying it would be a shame if they didn't show up, the creator of the show. So keep uh, your eye out on the lookout for them. Uh, then Disney Plus Percy Jackson show has cast its Percy. Uh, Walter Scoble will play a 12-year-old Percy in the show. Uh, and you can catch him right now in The Adam Project. On Netflix. Um, and then it was announced. Uh, so that's going to be on Disney+. Plus. Uh, Justin Bartha is joining the Disney Plus National Treasure Show. Uh, adding some continuity with the films. He played Riley Poole, of course. Uh, the nerdy sidekick to Nicolas Cage's... Um, what's his name in that? Gates. I know the last name is Gates. But... Yes, so there, there will have some continuity with the films uh, as Justin Bartha joins the Disney Plus show. Uh, Stranger Things put out a new trailer for season four. Uh, it looks like it's not holding back. Uh, the whole gang is going to the Upside Down this time, which is, uh, that's a first. And um, I'm excited to see where that goes. The new villain looks cool. The Duffer Brothers did like their own breakdown with IGN. And uh, said that it's all practical for the new villain, the new monster, who looks like the Crypt Keeper. I didn't catch the name of, of what character from Dungeons and Dragons it is, but 
looks really cool. And Robert England's in the show as well, and I'm sure he's going to knock it out of the park. If you don't know who Robert England is, he played Freddy Krueger in the Nightmare franchise. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito was being interviewed recently uh, and hinted at the possibility of the Mandalorian Season 3 maybe coming sooner than you think. He said it's coming soon. That could mean anything, though, in Hollywood terms, realistically. Some people think summer. I don't think so. We'll see what happens at Celebration in uh, just over a month. Uh, Moon Knight Episode 2 really, really kicked it into high gear in terms of action um, and the the duality of Mark and Steven inside of, of, of the main character's head. Uh, got really good looks at Konshu, the, the Egyptian god that gives Moon Knight his powers. Um, I'm excited to see where the show's going. I, I like like this dual role that Oscar Isaac's playing. Um, and the, the story seems to be getting a lot better in terms of uh, what the end goal of uh, Ethan Hawke's villain character is. And I uh, can't wait to watch episode 3, which dropped today. Uh, also, in the third episode of Halo, we finally meet Cortana, and honestly, her not being blue is the last thing I thought about. I The show is finally kicking it into like a, a high gear. I, I've been using that a lot lately, but it, its story is getting a little bit better uh, after just the just horrible second episode, but... Also, I didn't need Naked Chief. But this this Cortana's interesting. First off, she walks around as like a full-size person. Um, she is from a Flash clone of Halsey, so that that's good. And I don't like this like story with Chief that they're doing, though, where they're trying to make him like remember his past. That I don't like. But uh, where, where they're going with the Covenant... And things like that I'm all on board with. So we'll we'll see. We'll we'll see where that goes in the coming weeks. Uh that's it for, for TV news. Not a whole lot there. Um actually before we move on, Curb Your Enthusiasm was renewed for a third twelfth season, I should say. Uh so hopefully we don't have to wait too many years for that to happen. Uh, on to movies, Sam Raimi was being interviewed and said that he would never say no to a fourth Spider-Man movie with Toby. He loves Toby. He loves Spider-Man. Um, it's not something he would ever say no to. Which, let's let's get Spider-Man 4, shall we? Um, if you have $950 and you're one of the lucky 500, you can now buy a officially licensed replica of the Batman 1989 cowl uh, that is being reproduced um, from NECA brand. I wish I had the money for that and the space to display it. Uh, uh, after the fallout of the Oscars this past uh, month, Will Smith uh, will get to keep his award. He did resign from the Academy, uh, but he is being banned from the Oscars. What does that mean? Well, he doesn't have to go to the ridiculously long ceremony, but he can still be nominated. He can still win. Um, so honestly, I just I don't know what what 
what banning him from a four-hour boring ceremony really does. I guess he won. <laughs> I guess he won. Uh, Vin Diesel has announced that Brie Larson has joined the Fast and the Furious franchise. Hell yeah, bruh. I like Brie Larson. Um, I didn't care for Captain Marvel that much, uh, but I like Brie Larson. I think she's a great actress, and uh, I love the Fast franchise. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see where that ultimately goes. If you didn't catch the Batman in theaters, well, uh, if you have HBO Max, you can start watching it next week as it drops on HBO Max on the 18th. Go watch it if you didn't. It's amazing. Uh, it was announced today that Christopher Lloyd will be starring in a film about Spirit Halloween. Yes, that's Spirit Halloween. And yes, it's about the store. But it's a haunted store. And oh my god, this movie's not going to be good. <laughs> Uh, Will Ferrell has joined Margot Robbie's uh, Barbie movie. Uh, he will be pay- playing the CEO of a toy company. And then here's the the, the funniest story I've seen uh, in 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 a while. Jeff Goldblum kept a book of improv lines for Ian Malcolm for Jurassic World Dominion. Uh, he was being interviewed by Empire Magazine, and he says, "Quote: I have a book." Uh, oh boy, I have a ton of them. I'll just tell you one. We're on a computer trying to fix something or other, and somebody says, "Uh uh-oh, it started flashing error 99. And before um, Mamadou's character comes in and explains, I was going to slip very quickly the line, error 99, is it Barbara Feldon? Unquote. And it's all about his his quips and his his zingers and one-liners. Um... He says, like, you'd have to be a fan to get smart for that. Uh, he then goes on to say, quote, Now, Barbara Feldon was an agent in Get Smart, a television series from 1962 or something, who played Agent 99. So a lot of my ideas have to do with references that are totally irrelevant and of no interest or amusement to anybody who could possibly be watching a movie and inappropriate to the scene. But it tickled me, unquote. Um... Bryce Dallas Howard was also said in the same interview, quote, I've never seen anyone pitch more dialogue than Jeff Goldblum. He literally had this piece of paper with these incredible one-liners, and he'd cross them out through the day. You know, some of them will make it in and some of them won't, but a scene is not a scene without a Jeff Goldblum button, unquote. Um, Oh, that's hilarious. I love Jeff Goldblum so much. And the fact that he he kept like a Bible of of Ian Malcolmisms is is amazing. That's great. I fucking love it, man. I can't wait for Jurassic World Dominion. Uh, a sad day in the comedy world as uh, Gilbert Gottfried has passed. Ah, sucks, man. Another comedian. And, and it, it's sad because he was really good friends with Louis Anderson and Bob Saget. And all three of them are gone now. Um, most people, of course, will remember him as playing Iago in the Aladdin franchise for Disney and, um, several other voice roles in, in, in several other films. Um, a lot of comedians giving heartfelt love because he was a comedian's comedian. Um, people from Jon Stewart, Dane Cook, Tiffany Haddish, Bill Burr, um, just so many people that uh, are, are sad to see him go. 
And um, I really liked Gilbert Gottfried. Of course, he was the original voice of the Affleck duck as well. It just... Um, it it uh, it sucks, man. It sucks. So funny. Um, Dune two will feature more Josh Brolin. Uh, of course, he was cast as as Gurney in the first part of of the Dune movie, uh, and we barely saw him. Um, but but it has been announced that we will see more of him in uh, Dune part two as he. Didn't die on screen, so the old cliche, if they don't die on screen, they're not really dead. And uh, this seems to be proof of that. Uh, and then, going to talk about the Fantastic Beasts franchise. Uh, of course, a stem off of Harry Potter. But, it looks as if the future of that spinoff franchise is in doubt. Uh, the third film releases this Friday in the U.S., um... Based on reviews, it's not doing well. Uh, and it uh, looks like Warner Brothers uh, might not continue the franchise despite announcing five films. Uh, per Variety, uh, the future of the franchise hinges on a lot of different things. Mostly, though, on how The Secrets of Dumbledore does. Uh, it's already out in the UK, uh, where it came out last week. But... Um, reviews are not good. They are not good for this movie, and it 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 just the the franchise has been declining. It's like how do you say something about Fantastic Beasts and then shift it completely away from Beasts and Newt? Right? Obviously, there's other things that have plagued it. Uh, Johnny Depp had to be replaced after being accused of things. Uh, Ezra Miller has been causing problems with their personal life. Um, J.K. Rowling is is attracting un unwanted attention on herself and the franchise. Uh, there's just um, a lot of things that they're censoring the film in China. It's just there's a lot of factors and things going into this that that it just they're a perfect storm. And if we get a Fantastic Beast 4 or 5, I'll be shocked at this point. Um, so, it, it's just, it sucks. I do want to see the movie, but I just, I don't know where the franchise is going. And that's always unfortunate. But, uh, that is it for Nixner News this week. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, again, Check out our friends at the 101 Esports League. Follow them on Twitch, Discord, uh, smash.gg. You can sign up for our Melee tournaments on Saturdays. Follow them on Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, I shoutcast for them, of course. Right now we're doing Saturdays only from noon to, or 1 to 4. Super Smash Brothers Melee tournaments at Panels Comic Book Coffee Bar in Oceanside, California. And uh, also, check out nixnernews.com where you guys can find... Uh, links to where to listen to the show uh, on your preferred platform of choice, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, or you can listen right in your browser. Uh, also, while you're there, check out our social media tab. You can find our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter feeds all in one handy-dandy place, or just search Nixner News on your preferred platform of choice. Thank you guys for listening. 
I will catch you guys on the flip side.